Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge and we air our grievances with the world. We shut the door and no one can look at you and go, nah, 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 that's not a big enough issue. All issues are big issues here in the lounge. And if you have a complaint, send it into jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're talking about. And I, I always say this, the best complaints are specific complaints. Specificity. That's our good friend here in the lounge. Because the more specific a complaint, the more we can gnaw on the bone and take the juice and drip it into our mouths. That's right. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And people, I'm on the road. If you want to come see me, jaredfree.com. We got dates, dates, dates. Jaredfree.com. Um, I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. I'm there this weekend. Phoenix, uh, Buffalo, Chicago, Detroit, Albany, Milwaukee, Baltimore, Richmond, jaredfree.com. Come to the shows. Bring a crew. Bring the Assemble the group chat. It, basically, if you like the Luxury Lounge, you'll love the stand-up because it's just an hour of me complaining and you laughing at the complaints. That's really what stand-up is. I'm very excited for today's guest, a hilarious comic himself. Dan Soder, thank you for coming on. Man, it's crazy to be on this podcast where you don't start by shouting. <laughs> this is the non-shouting that, yeah, one. I love that. This is such a soothing way to well, start. Well, you should hear the music. We're in the lounge. We gotta, pull, you know, we gotta I take it, it down a notch. I just remember being in Harlem at your old place right. and you just shrieking to start, screaming like a banshee. Well, getting people ready. No, well, listen, that was about life advice, dating advice. You got to pump yourself up. I love Here, it. this is about easing into the leather chairs. Yeah. We're here on YouTube, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. We got complaints. People, I mean, this this podcast is like the other, you know, this is yeah. the other side of the brain, the right yeah. side, left side of the brain. Dude, Everyone, I love it. Those are, that's slacks. This is linen. That's right. Fine linen. Everyone linen. go follow Dan Soder at Dan Soder, dansoder.com. He's got live dates. Where are you going next? Where are you, where uh, you got? Where, I don't know when this comes out, so I'll just. It comes out, just, not this Thursday, but the next Thursday. So okay. it'll be the 25th. 25th, uh, come check me out in Washington, D.C. at the D.C. Improv. That's where I'm going to be. Yeah. Addison Improv in Texas. Houston Improv in Texas. And then I will also... Uh, I'm trying to think where else I am, but for now, that, that's good. Go to DC. Soder's hilarious. You're going to love him if you don't already. He's got an HBO special, so you can go. I love when people have a special. It's like a business. That becomes your virtual business card. Yeah. You know, you can go right now to HBO Max, type in, tip, 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 type in Dan Soder. You'll get a full hour of comedy, and it's fantastic and funny. It's a date night. It's a Sunday on the couch. It's a hungover Tuesday. That is like the perfect way to consume stand-up comedy. It's and, there. And what, I've been, what I was, it was like 50-50 blessed and cursed with. It was a gift and a curse because it came out right before the pandemic. Yes. But not at the right time in the pandemic, mm. like Tiger King. It came out like four months before. So Ooh. now I have a lot of people, the blessing of it is yeah. now people go back and they're like, dude, you have an HBO hour special. Right. And like, fuck yeah, go watch it. Because HBO Max launched during the pandemic. I'm like, oh, it's way easier. Yeah. And well, that's the other thing is that like someone comes and sees you on the road. That's already there. It's done. Oh, my it's God. over. Yeah, I'm like, I think I'm like minutes wise. I have like. 80 new minutes since that one. So I'm you're not so even... jealous of you. I have I have an hour, but it's like an hour 20 with like with fat. Oh, everything. And I got my got I got a lot of fat on mine. I'm constantly cutting. But I've done it. I the, there's 45 of it that's I've done for like a year now. Like yeah. it's it's red that that's what needs you take. that's out of the oven. I got to yeah. tape that. Yeah, you got to you got to you got to slash and burn. 
you tape some so that new can grow. And right. Then you just get you keep because it's the age of constant content. That's like, well. That's we're here in the lounge. Feeling. I mean, that's the thing when when it's constant content, you got to figure out other ways to put out different things. And stand up is the thing that takes time. Yeah, it's not a um, when you see people rush stand up, you could tell it sucks. Yeah, but it, when you see someone like really work on it, you're like, damn, that's a good joke. And you want people in the crowd to know that this this is the, you're in the oven with me cooking. Yeah, and that sometimes people know it, and sometimes people don't. Well, stand up in 2023 has became what DJing was in 2012. Okay, <laughs> where it's just like anybody can. Put, you remember, like mm-hmm. someone would just pick up a MacBook. Yeah, and just then have, put on a mouse head. Yeah, but they would like someone would just be standing in the lobby of a hotel, <laughs> right. and they'd be like, "Oh, look, they're mixing Beyonce into cake." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They'd be like, yeah, I'm a DJ here. That's what stand up is now. Where they're right. Like, I do stand up, and you're like, "How long have you been doing it?" And they're like. Like, you know, a year, but I'm headlining. And like, it's crazy. I mean, I heard someone on TikTok, they were like explaining that their TikToks had to be prepared like a stand-up set. No. And I, I like shriveled yeah. into myself, uh, farted, and then became a fart and dispersed into the sky. Like, I was so mad. Like, real comedy fans, I think when they watch that, they know and they're like, oh, this stuff. But again, it's like DJing where a lot of people just don't know about it. They shouldn't and they don't care. Yeah, but you know? that's what sucks for us, people that are going to do stand-up the rest of their lives. Right. Is because Giannis Papas explained this to me years ago. He goes, what happens is people come in and they watch bad stand-up. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I don't like stand-up. Right. But it's like, no, 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 no. You just caught a shit act. You saw bad stuff. You just saw bad stuff. Come see good stuff. Yeah, you saw... There's the, so much good stuff out there. And there's a lot. There's a lot of good... I mean, I always... Whenever someone's like, uh, you know, this podcast, you know, who do you like? I go, go to the guest list of this podcast. Yeah. I put on people I like to see and watch and be around. And that's why you're here today. And everyone needs to go follow Dan Soder at Dan Soder on Instagram, on all social media. The special, it's on HBO right now. Search it in. You're going to love it. You got to... That J-train might be the last. Stamp. That might be one of the last specials ever to be made on mainstream ever. stuff. You never know. I mean, it's just going to be one know. minute clips so, forever. Yeah, dude. So uh, listen, let's go to the lounge. I- I'm going to do my complaint, then you'll do your complaint. Yeah. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his right now Jared has a lot of issues Jared See, has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss can you relate to the problem now See. Last weekend, I was in Dayton, Ohio. I went and played golf. I'm getting into golf as like something to do during the day on the road. And business. Business. You're going to become golf business exponentially guy richer. If I'm on the course. I'm telling you right deals. now. One of my best friends got into golf. Yeah. He's like six tax brackets away from me now. See, I just need to know. I just want to keep up. Like, I don't want to be good at golf. I, it's, it's, I don't want to be good. That's my problem. And I suck. I suck so I bad. Suck well, so bad. Here's the thing that should make you feel comfortable. Everyone sucks. Everyone. There's one guy that's good. Everyone knows who that guy is, and everyone else is just hacking. Man, but watching someone that you know get good—it's annoying. My brother. Napar gets. My brother was good right away. Yeah. And all I want to do is be able to drive the ball. I can't straight. drive straight. I go Consistent right. Consistent and straight. That's all I want. 
Me too. I think about this with the piano. Like, I want to learn one song on the piano, and that I could walk into a room, play the song, and people go, oh my God, you play the piano? Do another, and I'll go, I can't. That's it. Did you ever hear, just do one. Did you ever hear the Jim Two's bit about uh, he knows bass? Which is the worst for that fantasy? Okay, no. Because he comes in and he's like, "I just played the fifth of all your favorite songs." It's so boom, funny. boom, boom, yeah, boom. Jim Tuz has a great yeah. thing about that. But yeah, go follow I, Jim. It's hilarious comic. The the piano thing is everyone wants to be in the lobby of a hotel and just and then one. Yes. But what would be your song? Something Beethoven-y, something that you gotta I... got go classical. Yeah, you gotta go classical. I would go, uh, yeah, and then when they asked you, you'd be like, yes, that's Ludwig. Yeah, number five. Yeah. Whatever the number is. Oh, this yeah. is Mozart. Mozart wrote this in very... Yeah. You want to say it before you play you it? You just have to know everything about that one song. Hyperfocus. That's it. Just hyperfocus. If you and that's the way to like talk about those, you know, the stand-up DJs. Yeah. If you can do one thing, if you can go on TikTok and be like and dance really good, like you own that space. You know who does that is the guy that does all of the songs from our past and then recreates the band coming up with it. Whether it yes, be like I the know Golden exactly. Eye yes, theme yeah, yeah. or like, and he does it, and it's like the same. It's very thing. funny, very fa- very funny. Same thing every time. Well, that's the key to TikTok. You have to have one bit that's refillable and different enough, but it's the same. Jesus. So it, it, that's the key to TikTok. I mean, Ooh. there's, I mean, Remy Bader, who's been on this show, she's fantastic. She's a plus size model, and she would try on clothes from companies to see how they fit a plus size woman, and you go, that's the perfect TikTok bit. New companies every time, yeah. new jokes with the new outfits, and it's funny every time the same thing. I don't have to change my my view on it. And that it should be the thing where it, where it breaks inevitably is when the the other another person comes in and they go like, you know, we could turn this into a movie, right? And, and it's and called I- trying it on. <laughs> a big girl that can't find the right pants. Well, then you stop doing the thing that got you yeah. huge. But then all your fans are like, you fucking changed. You sold out. You because, sold out. Because you have to but sell selling out. selling out's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. I think now selling out is what our generation thought of as going main, like blowing up. You're like, like when you sell out now, mm. like we were talking about this before the podcast, when I saw her who I think H-E-R, she's like a phenomenal artist. Right. And then she's just doing a nationwide jingle. And sure. you're like, oh man, I think younger people are like, hell yeah, you get that it. money. Get, the, get and, the bag. And us, we're like, no. <laughs> we're used to Schwarzenegger going right. over to Japan to make a, a soda commercial. Right, we're and, Japan. Totally. We're Japan Everyone's now. just selling everything. Well, so I, so I go to... Dayton, yeah, okay, to play golf or to do shows, but then during the day, I play. Shout golf. out the Dayton Funny Bone. Dayton Funny Bone. There, there. I think there's seven people in town because there's no one to sell tickets to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so if you have if you're signed up for four shows, you're gonna do two. That's yeah, Dayton's yeah, yeah. motto. <laughs> so I, uh, so I go to play golf during the day on Saturday, and I go alone, and sure. so I'm playing by myself. And it's packed. It's Saturday, beautiful day yeah. in Dayton. It's a public course. There's a group of three in front of me. So I'm waiting behind them. And I'm okay. I'm in the cart. I'm on my phone. I wait behind them. They go. And then I wait a little bit. And then I go. The The course is so packed that they're now, the line is backing yeah, up. Yeah, you get traffic. So, which is fine. So they play and I go behind them. 
and there's hills. It's a golf course. So I start and I hit my drive and I'm playing better than I usually play. Of course, because you're alone. Because I'm alone. Yeah, Anybody no else be there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, and you're going to tell the story and everyone's going to be like, dude, I've played with you. you yeah, suck. yeah, you suck. And I'm yeah. like, no, that was no, my no. day. Yeah. No, I fucking did it. <laughs> so I hit the first ball and then over the hill, I'm like assuming they're gone. So I go to hit the second ball and it goes over the hill and I'm like, no problem. I get in my cart. I go to find my ball. This guy goes, chill, chill. And I go, and he goes, you almost hit my son. And it's like, first of all, almost doesn't count. Shut up. And How old's the kid? The kid is in his 20s. Fucking right. shut. Your daddy's going to talk for you? Right. Your so daddy? Then, and I go, sorry, sorry. And he goes, etiquette. Etiquette, this is my complaint. The word etiquette is subjective. Yeah. We don't have the book out. I couldn't go to the book and go to chapter five and golf. go golf. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, there it is. <laughs> right. Oh, you go. Sorry, sir. I didn't see it in the second chapter. Right. So etiquette is just you have your version of etiquette. I have my version. Yeah. My version of etiquette is, hey, there's a guy behind you. Uh, let him play through you because you guys are slow as fuck. So uh, one, there's one of you. Right. You're by yourself. That's absolutely the move. Etiquette. It's, by the way, grocery store. Yeah. Uh, anywhere. Fucking gas station. Right. There's five of you and you're taking a while. One guy. Go on go. through. And this is the thing. My problem is first to yell etiquette gets to own the etiquette. That's that the is, bullshit thing. But unfortunately, that's like a big thing in our just how we are as people now. Like right. people take the word and like use it. And it's like, oh, remember remember when someone would hit you in school when someone would be like, you're a rubber and I'm glue, whatever right. you say. And you're like, fuck, you got the, you got the nukes. Right. You got the fucking nuclear weapons. Yes. That's how it feels where you're like, you can't right. use that against me. Because now he picked up, a, he just like, he's got a gun on you. Right. He's got like, etiquette. etiquette. And you're like, um, sportsmanship. Right. Right. <laughs> you're like, right. I have the, it's moral high ground. Yeah. He has gone to the top yes, of Moral Mountain yes. and he has said, get the fuck down. Yeah, he's Obi Wan and you're Anakin and he's like, I've got the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> I've got the high ground. Right. I got nothing to yeah, go for. Like, betrayed me. And I was so mad because I wanted to be like, well, my etiquette is better than your etiquette. Yeah. And it's like, East Coast etiquette. And yeah. And it's like, do, do you think I want, I came to the golf course to hit a 20 year old kid? You know what you should have done is while he was yelling at you, you should have pulled a tee and a ball out and like, Put it in the grass and just like talk and get your driver out. Start, and start aiming it at his son. Yeah, and he goes, etiquette, etiquette, John, run, John, run. And he's like, this is why yeah, I yeah, came yeah. here today. Three woods gonna bang right into your fucking right. skull. Yeah, it's that's just people who listen. I also mm -hmm. could be on his side, and a ball comes flying over. You're ready for war. Right, but that's the thing. But if it's the ball, how you handle If the it. ball comes over to me and I go, hey, man, yeah. hey, slow hey, it down. Out. That's all you got to say. My issue isn't, listen, I may have been wrong. My issue is pulling out of the sheath the yeah. etiquette sword. Yeah, that's, um, that is one of the ones that I hate the most because it immediately, I'm always defensive, mm. but then it's like, oh, defense mode activated. Right. Now you've actually done it. Well, it, the same thing, go, it happens with Karen. Like first to say Karen is yeah. the one that's right. Is yeah, the one like, that's you're the, being a Karen and you're like, 
No, you someone broke fucked into up. my home. Right. <laughs> this, I'm calling the police because right, you broke into my home. Right. The, yeah, the, you're being a real caring about this B and E. Let's go to Dan's complaint. Hit the music. Dan's complaint. <laughs> it's the guests' turn to complain. They're ready to he jump in. He was ready in. to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Damn, dude. That's Jared's toss salad and scrambled That's eggs. That's right. <laughs> oh, baby, I hear the blues are calling. <laughs> you know, you watch a lot of cable in hotel rooms. I love it. I ate an edible and watched a good three hours of Frasier. Still don't get it. You don't like Frasier? No. Nah. Tried. Legitimately gave it a There's run. There's some really good episodes of Frasier. And uh, this really bummed me out because uh, I'm doing a bit about being middle-aged. Uh-huh. Looked it up. Two years younger than Frasier Crane in season one. Here's the thing about Fraser Crane season yeah. one. Yeah, his yeah. hair. We have we have not adjusted for how hair looks in 2022. Yeah, because I also saw a video of high school kids in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They looked older than me now, and I'm right. 39. It, we have not adjusted. I mean, watch the Golden Girls. Yeah, seven year old women. They look a thousand years old in the Golden. My Girls. mom's seventy-five. She doesn't look near the age of the women in Golden. Like Girls. a Golden Girl, yeah. yeah you she, and it would be insulting. Yeah, to be like you're a Golden Girl, and then I'd be like they're actually younger than you. In right. The show. Right. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> um, What's your complaint? Very uptown. Very uptown problems. Yeah, this is a luxury lounge. Yeah, luxury lounge. Grubhub and Seamless. Mm-hmm. Um. Girlfriend and I don't go out a lot. Mm-hmm. We both work a lot. Yep. We're home. We like to be home. We like mm-hmm. the comforts of home. Yep. We like to eat food and watch Jeopardy that's DVR'd. Mm-hmm. We like to have our little space. We order takeout a lot. Yeah. It's New York City. Um, her building is a buzz-in building, so there's no doorman. Okay. So you have to buzz the people in. During COVID, they just leave it outside your door. Right. It's still pretty much the practice. Seamless and Grubhub. You tip before, when you order, you tip. It makes no sense. We've gone over this on other. So you have. Well, we've gone over the idea that we're tipping ahead of what you tip for. And recently, in the past year, it's gotten very bad where delivery drivers are missing things, bringing the wrong order. Right. And they just leave it outside your door. Mm -hmm. And then they don't knock. They text you. And then you go and you find out something's wrong. I've had guys who don't want to figure out the buzzer system. Yeah. So they just leave it on the street. Mm -hmm. So I've had people where they're like, dude, this one guy, this was the funniest. Uh, We had hot food coming. Okay. From a a restaurant we really like. Guy called me and I was like, hey, man, here's how the buzzer works. You got to do this until this and then hit this. Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, 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 man. While you're explaining all this, your food's getting cold. And I went. (laughs) What's up? It's like a hostage situation. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, your food's getting cold." So, and I was what like, you "I go, are you? I go, are you fucking kidding me?" And he goes, "Nah, man." He was just so sure of himself. Yeah, and then just left it outside. Here's the problem: 
I think you should be able to go in like Uber Eats. Mm -hmm. You can Uber Eats. You can adjust your tip. Here's the problem. We live in a society where the boss is not seen. Yeah. We have there's no bosses. The boss is either on his mega yacht yes. or it is you don't work for the boss. That's it. So that's with, the with, one I think. With they, the these postmates, guys don't, they, they don't, don't work, work for the restaurant. Grubhub doesn't work for the restaurant. No. They're you, just guys picking up a shift. They work for Mr. Grubhub who's mm-hmm. on the super yacht. Yeah. So they don't answer to anybody. Any and so this was crazy. It was uh, Katie had like a big day, like mm. a very big day. Uh, had to go call a Mets game. It was like fucking mm-hmm. just. And she like woke up early because our dog had diarrhea, and so she was yeah. up doing her work. And she was like, she came in the bedroom while I was, I was kind of waking up, and she's like, I fucking want McDonald's breakfast so bad. Mm-hmm. I gotta do so much work. I'm gonna order McDonald's breakfast. Yeah. Do you want any? I'm like, no. You, but you're good. I'm gonna Have go back day. to sleep. Have your day. The guy. Brought her Dunkin' Donuts and left it outside. And she goes, "This isn't. This isn't even the place I ordered." And, and he's basically like, "Eat it, pig." Yeah. And right. She called Grubhub and they were like, "He's not allowed to look in the bags." And she goes, "Yeah, he brought me the wrong restaurant." Right. And she goes, "The driver said he brought you the right order." And she goes, "It's the wrong name. It's the wrong restaurant." She goes, can you just refund me? I would like to order again before. And by the time she got off the phone, McDonald's wasn't serving breakfast anymore. The guy at Grubhub was like, your food's getting cold. You better shut the fuck up, bitch. That's the same attitude. (laughs) Same attitude all the time. You should be able to adjust the tip. Because I had an Uber Eats guy when I was on the road. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, sometimes when you're on the road, everything shuts down. Yes, of course. Uber Eats is the only way to go. And it's like a Wendy's three miles away that you can't walk to. I ordered some, it was something like that. I ordered like Wendy's or some shit. And the dude took like an hour and a half. Mm. It was like 2.30 in the morning. And I'm like, damn, I just need to eat something. Yeah. I haven't ate all night. I finally, I'm like, dude, what what's going on or whatever? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, kind of, he was just, it was the worst. It was just like <laughs> one of the worst experiences. And I, I tipped know. the guy 30%. Yeah, yeah. So I get my food and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Where were you? He's like, I don't know, man. It's like late. Why are you so worried? He thinks I'm just like a drunk guy eating at a hotel right I'm like, right i'm sober and i just need my dinner it's so i could go back in and drop them down to 15 percent. that's a that's the, the well that's the thing that we that this country was built on like do the job i'm paying for the tip and, is supposed to be great job that's some for you right that's what that is well but now restaurants and now like starbucks mm-hmm. and duncan and shit they're getting away with being like tip for that coffee and you're like Aren't you paying them out? Yeah, what's going on? Well, this is the no one's paying living wages. That's we're, it. That's the other that's problem. The, that's the like, no we're, one. We're because the us the, and Mr. Duncan. Yeah, the yacht people, the Grubhubs. I mean, us clowns. We're making a good scratch right now, right? Because we're selling our bodies, right? But like the the billionaires, <laughs> like the yeah. Grubhub guys, they're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, uh, they're a number. Yeah. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You have to take care of your mind. We spend so much time taking care of our skin, our hair, our teeth, and so little care of the most important body part, the brain. How well you take care of your brain affects how you experience life. Investing time and energy into mental health is crucial to being happy. Eating right, working out, and getting plenty of sleep are a good start, but there is no substitute for talk therapy. I got to say, I love what BetterHelp is here to do. It's here to make therapy accessible. And I am the type of person that says, you know what? I should do something. Then I Google it, and then I 
start questioning, well, who am I Googling? What am I doing? I've never done this before. I'm the type of person that doesn't want to go into someone's office that they don't know and they're not sure about it. This is a great first toe in the water of professional therapy. BetterHelp makes online therapy accessible, convenient, and affordable. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and live chat therapy sessions. You can choose to not see anyone on camera. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That's the thing. It's quick. And it's relatively easy. Accessibility, that's the word. JTrain listeners get 10, 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash JTrain. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash JTrain. The wait is almost over. Football is about to begin. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's free money, people. Want more action for opening night? Experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JTRAIN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code JTRAIN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Luxury Lounge, window too big, ceilings too high. West Elm Curtain Rod. Dear Jared, thank you for this luxurious space to air our grievances. Feather your nuts, feather, feather. I recently moved into a beautiful San Francisco apartment with lovely Victorian charm and 16-foot ceilings and lots of beautiful windows, including a huge window in the main room. Everything was fine until the sunset. At night, everyone's light streams into my apartment and literally lights up my studio like it's daytime. I ordered a $170 West Elm double curtain rod and a $70 blackout curtains to do the window justice. When I went to hang the curtains, the curtain rod was way too complicated, including needing to screw things into the world's tiniest Allen wrench. I couldn't do it, partially because of the stupid Allen wrench, which I dropped multiple times, but also because I had to borrow my landlord's eight-foot ladder to even reach the top of the window, and I was still reaching up at an odd angle. My neck hurt, and so did my pride. Ended up returning the West Elm curtain rod, and now I'm waiting for something cheaper and more basic, and living with a construction-grade ladder while I wait for a new one to arrive before I return it to my landlord. All I wanted to do was sleep in the dark at night, which is apparently too much to ask. Sincerely, sleepless in San Francisco. What do you oh. think? Uh, this is when you don't return the West Elm because that's going to be great. Yeah. You hire somebody to help you. Yes. This is where you need someone like I would do that. Right. I would be like, fuck, I can't do this. Who around me? Who can I get? You have to admit your faults. Yeah. You, you have, have to, to be like, I can't, can't do this. Do. You can't do this. So who can I? Task rabbit. Task rabbit? Even your. Oh, I had someone put up this. This. Yeah. Uh, the background here. The, and they, the, it the probably was no thing for them and they made some money and they were on their way. We were all happy. And that's also a part of it. It's just being like, hey, I can't fucking do this. Can you do this? Here's even your pro- landlord. Here's the problem. With the eight foot. Fe- be like, hey, if I give you 50 bucks. Could you help me hang these? Well, here's the problem. How is it when you rent a place, the idea that you are not included is window treatment is insane. I got a COVID apartment. 
in 2020. Mm-hmm. One bedroom. It was great. And then realized like, oh, I need the blinds. Mm-hmm. And then had never, I hadn't gone through that process in 15 years. Right. So I was rusty. And then I forgot that you have to order enough to go all the way. Yes. Thank God, Caitlin Palufo who's unbelievable uh-huh. and way more handy than I'll ever be. Yeah. She was like, I can help you with that. Came in and installed wood blocks well, the, to build out. Why are we doing this on an apartment By the way, that's not ours? We, I moved out. And they, I just left them. Yeah, I'm like, next I person gets them. Yeah. That's the problem is we all do this thing. Next person gets them. I came in here. Um, the window over here had the, thank God, it had the hangers for the rod. So all you got to do is... So I just had to buy a rod and yeah, a curtain. That's great. If that wasn't there, I would be living... I wouldn't sleep. I just... You'd walk in. I'd, my eyes would be wide open. I wouldn't have any... It, it, I would have gone the rest of my life. Because deep down, we're still those college freshmen. Yes. That are just like, I'm in. I don't care. TV on the ground. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. There's still part of that in us. As you get older, you learn how to fix those. But this is a thing where I would also you don't have the the part of why you put up window treatment is you go. I'm adding value to my home. It also I'm looks making, nice. Yeah, it looks nice. I'm going to be yeah. here forever. When you go, when you rent somewhere, you go. I'm here a year. Yeah, just block. And out if the it sun. doesn't fall, like I get where they're coming from, where they're like, it just didn't work. Returned it. Whatever. You're I'll right. figure it out. <laughs> But in that moment, I think you pivot and you just go like, who can help me? Put the put who the $50 can, in. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge. Exact Venmo amounts. Hey, thank you so much for creating this podcast. It makes my day listening to everyone else's first world problems. LOL. Here's my complaint for the Luxury Lounge. I can't stand when you owe someone money on Venmo and they ask you to send the exact payment to the cent. I have a group of friends that will pay for dinner on their card or something and say, can you pay me exactly twenty seven twenty one, please? When I request money from people, I really don't care if they send me the extra change. I'll send the. I'll ask them to send me twenty seven dollars. I don't know if anyone else has this pet peeve or my friends are just cheap. Thank you. I totally agree with this. I really don't care because Venmo isn't a thing of breaking. You don't have to break money into change. Fair. It's just a, you just type. You just type it. You're, it, you're it, not. It, it's easy. <laughs> it's just like it's, okay, twenty one cents. Right. Like, who cares? I don't like how it sounds in my brain. Sound because twenty seven twenty one, please. Because you're relating back to the days of hey, you owe me twenty seven twenty one. Right. If I said that to you in person, you'd be like, "Fuck off." What's wrong with you? Uh, instead, I'd probably be like, "If you owe me twenty seven twenty one, I'd be like, uh, or I'd just give you thirty. And right I'd be like, there. That's if Venmo is a little more like that. I mean, I get what they're saying, the but tone of it. I, really, I, I well, the, the tone thing, is, the, is bothered. The tone is bothers what me. bothers me, and yeah. and that's the thing. And we relate tone to the person doing it. This is the problem with social media is we don't hate social media. We hate certain people, and now we relate it to their social media presence. Because your voice for reading their shit <coughs> might not be how they... How they said it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's a problem with me in all aspects of my life. Well, I see a comment on Instagram where it's like, this is actually funny. I want to block that person because I, I read it as, well, this is actually funny. In relation to what? The other things I post? Brother... I've been up and down that mountain too many times. I can't do it. I just can't anymore. I'm like, now I do stuff and I'm like, I know how it felt. Mm-hmm. I know how it felt in the room, mm-hmm. but I'm so bad at gay. Big J used to laugh at me all the time where he'd be like, you legitimately read comments on Twitter that are compliments and you take them as insults. Where they're like, that, that's the situation. The- exactly. Like, yeah. Hey, it's 27, 21. Oh, what? 21. 21, huh? Okay. Bean. Are you a bean counter? Right. What's oh, up? what's the 21 cents matter to you? Mm-hmm. 
Right. But if you really think about it, if you take a step back, of course, and take their take your own voice out of their voice, totally. It's just like we just need voice. Court. We need there to be an accompanying voice to comments. Yeah, you. So you, so you, right now on Hinge, well on Hinge you can put like you can answer a prompt with a voice response. Oh, so you can go, it could be like, "What's your deal breaker?" And you'd be like, "Those small ass titties," and you can hear <laughs> them small ass titties, and you'd hear it was a joke and it was fun. Here on Venmo, it should say, "Hey man." 2721 whenever you get a chance. Exactly. Dinner was a blast, man. I broke down the check 2721 whenever that, you got it. That I'm cool. But when you go, "Hey, it's 2721." <laughs> right. You go like, "Whoa. Are we having beef from sophomore <laughs> year when we were when we almost fought?" What else haven't I paid you yeah. for? What what are you really going on? What are you holding on to? Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Dan Soder at Dan Soder, dansoder.com. He's going to be in DC. He's going to be in Arlington. Go go go. Oh, Addison. Addison. Dal- I'm going to be in Dallas, Houston, DC. I think I'm doing a similar run. I'm going to te- Texas not until the new year, but DC, love that DC room. Um, I haven't worked it. I did it a year ago. I'm, I, that, that's where I'm getting stressed out about the material. I worked it the week the world shut down. Really? That was the last time I was there. So you March were there 12th, March 2020. I was March 12th through the 14th. So that was the weekend before. It was the week of. I watched it go from HBO special came out, mm-hmm. selling out shows. Yeah. Added, a, I think we were going to add a Thursday late uh-huh. DC improv. All five were sold out. Yeah, thinking about adding a third. Just did Denver Comedy Works, right? Like six or seven shows sold out. I was yeah, like, cooking. This is great. Here we go. DC improv rolling into it. Yeah. Always worked the other club. Yeah, yeah. so excited. But don't, like by the end of the week, they're like legally we're allowed to have fifty people in the room, and you're like. Okay. I'll never forget that week because I started getting annoyed with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. I knew because I was like, man, I got, I got, I, I, you know, I got this show coming up. I got this show coming up, sold out weekend. Looking ahead, you're going, oh my God, look at this is going to be great, fun shows. I got material. Yeah. I'm ready to go. And then I remember it was in the news. Seinfeld canceled his shows and he said something along the lines of like, morally, I can't do it. And I was like, I wanted to be like, you, I was like, morally, you have a garage full of a hundred cars. Yeah. What do you so mean do morally? More, like you, this is, and I knew from that, I was like, oh man, we are in for a couple of years because Dude. the idea that like, I am now disagreeing with someone that like, I don't care. You know, like I'm like the idea that I have to have this moral discussion based on a person with a billionaire a billionaire <laughs> Seinfeld always, my morals Seinfeld always does that where he always pivots to make himself look less of an asshole <laughs> like remember you've met him right uh in pat not really but in and how's that gone it, 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 you're not meeting a warm fella there you go yeah and then he comes out three years ago he goes i'm autistic yeah. that was the whole thing i'm not really a dickhead it's the sixth just, sense yeah he's like the whole time i was dead right. it's like, no you weren't dude you're a dick yeah it's okay you and chris rock are dickheads we know that it's okay like you're not nice to young comics. That's okay. It's fine. I have no every, time every for a young comic. That that, that that I may I relate to that. I would double down on the original Seinfeld being a dick and be like, who am I to talk to you? 
You're the greatest, <laughs> one of the greatest of all time. Right, right. Created the greatest sitcom right, of all right. time. I don't Who the fuck am I right, to say I, hi, Jerry, no, no, no. when you walk into stand-up New York? No, you heard nobody. You shouldn't Who say Who the it. fuck am I? It goes so both I ways. Did it. Yeah. But don't cop out. Don't cop out. Don't yeah. be like, actually, this whole time, it was me. I had a mental problem. It's like, no, you didn't. Well, that's also like the game plan for everyone these days. Everyone does everyone that. Does that. Everyone's I have behavioral a, issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm all. Tell you, and like, listen, dude, I've been saying it all the time. I'm learning how defensive I am all the time. Right. And now it goes back and it makes a lot of relationships make more sense. Well, I, I was just, like, what does that mean? Why I'm going to go the me? other way. I'm going to start with people like, what's the deal with you? I'm an asshole. I'm just a I'm flat a out dickhead. Prick. I'll tell you this, I'm self-absorbed. <laughs> right, I'm a big piece a, of shit. I couldn't give a shit what you I am say. nobody's cup of tea. I'm listening to you just to wait to talk. <laughs> you say that in conversations, Val. I'm just waiting to talk. I'm not even listening to any of this. I've been nodding shit. and smiling because that's what's socially acceptable. Also, what's the deal with people trying to tell them about themselves? I don't care about you. I care about me. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Luxury Lounge. Lazy maintenance guy. Mm. Fire his ass. No, uh, my complaint today uh, is, that, is that the living room window in my apartment is broken. It does not stay up. The living room window in my apartment doesn't get stay up. Okay. Yeah. Every time I uh, try to open the window, it slams shut. I put in a maintenance request. When the maintenance guy came and looked at it, he said, it's broken. You'll need to use a piece of wood or something to prop it open. <laughs> that's, not, that's, not, that's, the, that's not a solution. I mean, it kind of is, though, from no, this guy's perspective. I guess so. No, I duh. hope he's always smoking a cigarette. Where they go, hey, my window's broken. <laughs> Put some fucking wood in it. It's fixed. All right. What are you doing? Why are you, why are you wasting Next, there's yeah. a guy on TikTok that I watch, and he does this thing where he fixes things with noodles, pool noodles, and then he's real cocky about it. Funny. So he'll fix it, it's and he'll funny. go, next. That's funny. And you're like, it's very funny. I want him to come in and fix all See, he writes, no duds, broken. That's why I put in the request. I told the maintenance guy that I can do that for now, but I'd appreciate it if he could fix it. He reiterated that it's broken and said if it becomes too much to put in another request, and he left. Prop it open. Put in another request if it becomes too much. Why doesn't he just fix it? Isn't that his job? Now I have to be the annoying tenant who keeps harassing them about this damn window that uh what do we think i i 100 empathize with this person totally i lived in an apartment where our landlord wouldn't fix things like no matter what but here's the deal and you're wondering i before you give us the deal you're wondering is this somehow attached to their bonus structure well my landlord owned the building mm-hmm Shout out Anthony. Okay. And he was a real Queens guy. Yeah. <laughs> you call him and be like, Anthony, there's a there was a there was a uh a piece of tile missing in our shower. Yeah. For five years. Okay. Just exposed. Just had a garbage bag over it. I what, put, what did the tile but where did the bag. tile lead to? It's right in the shower. No, but I'm saying what was behind it was just grout. Wall- Old grout. Old grout. Okay. Old so shit, old stuff to fucking. What do you need the tile for there? I need to put a tile on so it completes the shower. Sure. It's just a missing tile. Okay. It fell off. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So, you know, and then there was like a little mold, and I'm like, well, let me cover it up. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, damn. I'm going to be there next week to finish it. Never did. Did you ever come over to me and Vecchione's apartment in Queens? I think I'd been to it a couple times. We had a we had a pipe leak in mm-hmm. the kitchen, and it the water went under and folded a board. Okay. So we had legitimately <laughs> a, hill. a hill in front of our sink. Multiple friends of mine rolled sure. their ankles on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, Anthony, this is crazy. He goes, dang, I know, but I got to go and I got to pick up this linoleum. I got to do it. He never fixed it. I moved it right. out with it being a problem. But I couldn't say shit 
because he never raised the rent. In 15 years, interesting. He rent he raised the rent a hundred dollars mm-hmm. total on the apartment. It, there is something comforting to this is the deal. This is what you get. You I ended get up just we ended up just it. fixing stuff. We ended up doing a thing where if it was a major problem and it was mm-hmm. broken, we would be like, "Hey, we're going to take this off the rent when we pay it because we're going to get this guy to fix sure. it." And he would show up. He'd show up right away. He'd show up right yeah, away. Yeah, because he doesn't want you. You know it's his money. The, the upsell, yeah, because you're gonna get caught in with the, you know the handyman who says plus you got you know this, this, materials this. Yeah. and this is wrong. Oh, I gotta put. They'll this tell in. you what else is wrong. Oh, have you fit the shower? Well, yeah. I gotta take down this whole tile. I gotta put in a whole new piping system. Right? No, you gotta stay away. So Anthony was like, "I'm dead." And there was a tile. There was a tile up almost immediately. So I guess that's the. He's never fixed the. Is that the reason that this maintenance guy wouldn't fix it? Do you think? Yeah, he's it, not. It's, it's, it's what, it leads to other things. It's what you said with Grubhub. He's not the boss. No. He's not making any money. Doesn't. The reason Anthony moved like that was because he owned the building. Mm. His, it, that rent money was his money. This rent money that they're paying. This person, what they need to do, they need to get in touch with this person's boss. And they probably don't know that person. Or, and this is uh, this is old working class Bruce Springsteen brain. Sure. Get a hold of that guy. Talk to that guy. Mm. Be like, hey, man. What's it going to take? Can I, bring, can I buy you some beer? Right. Can I buy you something that, you know what I mean? There's you a come 50 by. if you can fix this yeah, window. You fix it? I'll give you 50 bucks if you can right. fix it right now. Because yeah. a lot of times people like that are like, eh, shit, man. When you come to them like people, no one treats anyone like people anymore. Right. Everyone treats it transactional. Again, we've we've taken away charm. Yeah. You know, so you, I, you, the, we've Very lost, right. It's, it, <laughs> charm is, is, is a nerd's biggest enemy. Yeah, because they're like, ah, I, I don't know how just to pay him. I'm your boss. <laughs> this one, y'all, hey, man, can you fix that? I had a, at my building in Harlem, we had a guy who worked in the building and he was awful. We, I, I got in screaming matches with him. And white guy yelling at a, I'm assuming a, a black man. No, he was Latin Albanian. Oh, you know, I don't even know if you should do that. Right. It was dangerous. He's like, hey, if you yell at me like this again, you it, show up. Me maybe soon. that's why I didn't have any fear. I, I, he looked like an, like he could have been a Jewish uncle. Nah, no, but yeah. this guy and we really had it out. And he, his job was to do nothing. Like his job was figuring out ways to not do his job. And I came to realize that after a long time is that yeah. everything was about how to make an excuse. So you have to be. He's like Houdini he, of responsibility. You have to figure out a way to make. And this is it goes back to your landlord where it's like you found a way that he couldn't avoid you anymore because it was going to cost you more to avoid him. How do you make. But this then it lazy- also was that breaking point of like I push this guy too far. He's going to be like, by the way. You guys' apartment's 3500 <laughs> It's going to go up. Finding the perfect suit is impossible, but finding a suit that's perfect for you is simple thanks to Indochino. Choose every detail on a suit, shirt, dinner jacket, and more for fully custom pieces that affordable prices that may surprise you. I love wearing my indochino pants because they fit me perfectly they hit me right i never have to worry about them being too tight or too big or too baggy they are they they look like they're painted onto my body and that's the thing about custom made you can't you're not going to go to the rack and find something perfect for you this is about you this is about it fitting you and when when something fits 
You're, you walk better, you're more confident, you're more comfortable. Every suit is made to your exact measurements and you can customize every detail. Create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. They offer options for fabrics, lapel shape, custom monograms, and more. The best part, Indochino suits start from just four, $449 and shirts from $89. That's a pretty good price for a suit and a shirt, and especially one that's made specifically for you. Indochino also offers completely custom fitted shirts, casual wear, and more. Get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. They're always adding new pieces and options so you can stay on trend and in style. Design your perfect suit with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code JTRAIN at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code JTRAIN, Indochino.com, promo code JTRAIN. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com here with Dan Soder. At Dan Soder on Instagram. Go follow Luxury Lounge. Pizza scented dry cleaning. Jared and Guest Feather Feather, thank you for providing a safe space to complain. My complaint is that the pizza joint has opened directly beside my dry cleaner. This means that my clothes now smell like pizza. I've been using this dry cleaner for years, but my la- but last week my clothes had a very distinct pizza smell, which I can only assume is due to the shared ventilation and the pizza aromas wafting into the dry cleaners. I love a fresh slice and I love a fresh laundered shirt, but I do not want my shirt to smell like pepperoni and garlic. I now need to find a new dry cleaner. Thanks. What do we think? This is horrible. Yeah, you got to find a new dry cleaner. You got to go somewhere else. The problem with finding a new dry cleaner is... And you should should politely tell them why. Yeah. Like, by the way, your ventilation system makes all this smell like pizza. I have to leave. I have to leave. But thank you. Because they might change. They might, like, find a way... In a breakup, people want to know, why are you breaking up with me? Yeah. And you can give a very good reason. Yeah. I have to go. I got to go. If you can make some changes, I'd love to stay. You're making me hungry as fuck. Right. But no one's paying attention in the boardroom meetings. <laughs> this is so like, I could go for a Sicilian. I'm s- can you imagine? Yes, You're in your fresh suit. Yeah, and you go, you'll see the three quarter numbers right. uh, working up. And he goes, after this, dude, Coke and a slice? This is, I'm fucking down. I am famished. Oh, my God. I, I, I There is, because you do, when you get dressed, you want to smell fresh and clean. Yeah. You don't want to smell pizza ish. Also, so I don't know how many of your listeners have this problem, but I have—I I don't—I can't smell. I'm like Dewey Cox. You can't smell. I have a—it's almost gone. I—I I have to really get my nose on something to smell it. You have to like put it up to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't. I cannot smell. And I've gone to doctors. Like I can taste farts. Nothing. Someone farts. Fine. Just a noise. Been to acting you. a long time. Really? I've been acting. People are like, oh, I'm like, oh, God, gross. So you never got to be a part of like, ugh. Dude, no. I mean, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I think it's because I started smoking cigarettes when I was so young. And I blow cigarette C- smoke out of my nose. And cigarettes w- just ruins all that. Yeah, it just like busts up your whole fucking sinuses. So I've gone to doctors, like I've, I've been looked at and stuff. They give me sprays, like open up my sinuses. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You can breathe through your nose. Totally, totally fine. See, that to me is the only thing I need for my nose. That's it. Breathing, but it. It's great. Right. You know what I can do? I can sit on a subway train while the other ones are packed. Right. One smells like piss. You're Boy, in. I'm walking. Super packed. I can walk on the sun. We, so do you appreciate food? Does this Less hurt than your you appreciation do. of yes. food? Yes. Less than you do. Like going to a nice restaurant, if someone's like 100 bucks a pop, would you be like, I doesn't matter to me. Good I don't noodles. Need that. The noodles tasted good. The noodles tasted good. That's it, man. 
I don't know if I would want that superpower. It's not a thing I chose. Right. This isn't the life you. This is with great power comes great responsibility. I just, but I could like, <laughs> but I'll have to ask Katie how I smell. Well, I guess this dry cleaner is the one they need to. You, you could go there. I could go there easy. Yeah. And then I'd just be like, why does everyone get hungry whenever right. they're around me? Also, the only other person that can go to that dry cleaner is like the CEO of a pizza company. Right. Because then he's like, Papa John. He's like, I live the life. <laughs> right. Goes, Mr. Domino. Right. <laughs> you smell terrific. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge. Just ask first. Dear Jared, feather, feather, I hate when I'm walking my dog in the city and other people take it as an open invitation to come over with their dog and introduce them without asking me first. I see this all the time. Yeah. People will approach the dog, the person gone. It's it's one then the other. I think they're saying introduce their dog to to their dog. Some uh, sometimes this happens when I'm taking care of his business, aka bend over picking up his poop, and don't have time to prepare the dog myself or stop it at all together. Uh, if I feel they won't get along, yeah. oh, so this is other people's dog. Yeah, which I uh, listen as dog owner, I see it all the time in the city. Well, they'll just be like. Hey, my dog's going to interact with your dog. Two dogs. And I'm like, I got the leash in one hand, but I got the second hand on the other leash to be like, I'm going to guide her in, Mm. see if she's digging it. Right. If my dog's not, we're out. But some people are like, yeah, whatever, let them. And you're like, no, don't let them. The assumptions people make on dogs that they would never do for themselves is crazy. Like, you wouldn't just go up to anyone, hey, how you doing? Like, you'd be like, well, I don't know if I want to get along with this person. Say hello. You smell each other a little bit. Or not, in my case. (laughs) Ocular scan. Well, it's interesting that, like, people are a la carte when it comes to dog shit. They're like, oh, it's just a dog, and sometimes it's a human. If you, you, You can't sit there and go, hey wait outside and then and then go yeah i'll just bring it up to anybody that's you know you can't treat it like a human when you want to when it's convenient exactly and then a dog when it's not convenient i bring my dog in with me to bodegas and stuff she knows my dog is large and not always great with every dog he meets especially other males he will sometimes growl and lunge at them if they don't hit it off then i look like the bad guy when my 60 pound spitz is growling at your six pound chihuahua all this would have uh, been avoided if you didn't just assume you could come over and we could have worked out a more successful and safe introduction in a way where my dog wouldn't be reactive thanks and they included a dog a pick of the dog to showcase. Oh, what a good boy. I'm going to tell you right now, slow rolling. I'm slow rolling Myrtle to meet that dog. That, you know, that dog, I'm Myrtle's not going gonna, Myrtle's going to smell. She's going to see if she wants to interact. Right. And then I'm going to go off that. I mean, as so a, I get this, as a I get human, this I'm not going up to that dog no. willy-nilly. You I know, the, this gripe I, makes a lot of sense. This, that's yeah. a very good complaint. Right. Because I get it. Don't fucking put your dog in my dog's face. I just don't understand this Most idea. of the time, I want to walk by you and your dog. Well, that, I don't understand this idea that Dog means we just all, the, the community is all abiding. You have your scared wolf. I have my scared wolf. Yeah. Let's introduce them to each other. Because <laughs> right. those, those wolves did not have that anxiety <laughs> before humans took them over. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Bachelorette party woes. Huge fan of everything you do. Let's get right into it. I'm in a wedding this coming fall, and the bachelorette party is in Memphis this September. For reference, I live in New York. We are all in a group chat for the party, and today the bride reached out explaining that someone in the party had dropped out despite having paid their share of the Airbnb. Now the bride is asking everyone to contribute $15 because they have to send the deposit back, and she doesn't want the original person who paid the deposit to eat that money. I know it's not her fault, but I just feel like I'm already paying to fly all the way out there, and for the Airbnb, I just think she should have been assertive with the person who canceled to pay their fair share yes. sincerely what do you think yes if you cancel if you're in 
they get the Airbnb and they cancel, you still got to pay that. I don't know. We just we just talked about this on the episode before this where someone I guess when it comes to a bachelorette party, I'm with you. Because we yeah. just had an email where the person was like the family trip, they gave $600, then they couldn't go on the family trip and they were like, "Can I get my $600 back?" And you go, "Well, that's a family trip. They should put it towards next year's family trip." Sure. They're also your family. Like, yeah. you know, you're going to have to see these people. Yeah. The bachelorette party weekend, you are given a amount and they go it's five hundred dollars all in and you go okay i can do that that's how you make your decision that's how you make your decision now to come back to people and go so and so's out it's 550 now things have changed i might not have gone on this trip oh that's 100 it. that's the problem you shift you're moving the goalpost yes you shift it financially and if this is one, if this is happening now, what's going to happen later? Yeah. Well, you know, oh, well, we Dude. can't do the dinner. Let's go to this other thing. We did this bachelor party. Me, Jay, and Nate mm-hmm. were at this, a friend of ours, bachelor party in Vegas. Mm-hmm. The guy throwing the party, crazy successful. So it's not the bachelor, it's his friend. That's throwing, throwing this the, bachelor Yeah, party. of course. None of this falls on the bachelor. No. Didn't even organize this. His friend is... One of the richest, most successful people I've ever met. Okay. This is the idea. Get the room at this hotel in Vegas. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. Mm -mm. Great. Get the hotel room in Vegas. We go out there. We were not told that we have to pay for A, B, and C. Mm. We were told it was just going to happen. Foolishly, we kind of thought like, well, this guy's going to take care of it. It's a tough assumption. Picked a major restaurant. Very hard restaurant to get reservations Mm -hmm. at. There's a big group of us. We had to do something. We had like a gig there, so we had to do something. We were late to the dinner. Mm-hmm. We're not even sat with the private event. We're not in the private You're in dining the restaurant. Room. We're in the restroom on a six top because okay. the six of us <laughs> showed up late. We gotta pay the set. We gotta pay a crazy amount of money. I don't drink alcohol. Right. I gotta pay this crazy amount for that dinner. Mm-hmm. That I was not told about. I wouldn't have gone to this dinner. Right, right, I would have right. gone and gotten food somewhere else. That's what? fucked up. You can't put money on something without warning them. No, you have to get ahead with a bachelor party, and you can't. You can't sit there. And, you have to. You have to give people a menu. Yeah. This is what you're getting into. When I tell you right now, the amount of money I paid at this restaurant, even if I got an opportunity to go to New York, I still harbor it, resentment. Right. Where I'm like, I'm fucking. Did you talk to the guy afterwards? What did I don't you know him that well. So you didn't say, He's like, my hey, friend's man. friend. You didn't go to your friend and go, hey, what's the deal here? He's the sweetest boy in the world. Where right. you'd be like, he would immediately be like, I'll pay for it. You know, well. So you know he would do So you're like, you're, it's a catch 22. Yeah. But the rest of us were like, what the fuck? It wasn't like the I pro- was the, the one. The problem mad. is the Everyone rich, at that table the rich, was like. The rich guy gets put in charge because he knows shit to do. He's he done shit. He knows the shit. cool shit. He knows the cool He's shit. He's also the one, the reason that he can get the private dining room. He's right. the reason that we could get the table. He's been there before. I got the people. I got the numbers I can call. I don't want to go to this place for dinner right. if I know I got to pay it. I thought you were a fucking. You make um you make millions. Right. And you're not picking up a dinner? Right. He could have picked up the dinner. He could have picked up the dinner. I don't want to pay th- fucking $390 for bolognese. No. Which I could find fucking just as good <laughs> down the street. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com here with Dan. So we got time for one more. What do we got? Two more? Okay. Ready, Dan? Let's do it. Luxury Lounge. iPhone timer. 
J Train, Feather Feather, I saw you in Madison a few months ago and you were hilarious. Here's my complaint. Like many people, I use my iPhone as my alarm clock every day. When the alarm goes off, the stop button is on the bottom of the screen and the snooze button is in the middle. After using this every day, pushing these buttons has become a habit and I don't think need to think about it. The problem is that when I'm cooking dinner sometimes, I'll use the fun timer function on my iPhone. When the timer goes off, the bottom of the screen has the repeat button and the middle is the stop. Every single time I hit the repeat button and then I either need to go back into the clock on my phone and turn off the timer or just wait for it to go off again and I ho uh, hope I push the right button next time. Is Apple just trying to mess with us? What would be the reason the buttons need to be in different places? It seems unlikely to me that the repeat timer button is used more often than the snooze button side. I just want to eat my dinner in peace. What do you think? I understand what they're doing because we use the timer button for sets mm. when you're on stage. I don't know about you, but I keep my phone up there yeah. with the timer going to know how much time I've done. Yes. Not the alarm function. The middle button, the right, is the you hit like lap. And yes. It like does a whole new right. thing. Um, start using your alarm to cook. Yeah. I, I, the bothersome part of this is Apple asserting its dominance over us. Apple knows they have us. Apple knows they have us We're by the balls. We ain't going anywhere. We ain't going anywhere. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. They didn't make their, they made their phones to work for nerds. Yeah. And now we're putting it apart. They don't know. Apple doesn't know our everyday life. That's the other problem. They got but, enough data. But the people, that's the thing. Over time, they learn about us. Yeah. But their people don't live like us. So the person that like created the alarm, created the timer, they weren't thinking of cooking dinner for their wife. They're alone. They get delivery. They get Uber. They don't know how normal people live. And this is to show you that, that they don't. They yeah. don't have any relation to us. It's 100% the disconnect. Because mm. Apple's just like, well, th we use it for this. And you're like, right. that's also like when you find out functions from the iPhone that you're like, oh, I didn't know it could even do that. Right. And they're like, well, yeah, why wouldn't the well, calculator be in the search button all the way to the left? And you're like, <laughs> why? I, uh, I, uh, that's I had just, to go in and get calculated. Right. That's not uh, how a human would even think to do that. But then you can also, the good thing about Apple is you can kind of like curtail it to what you need exactly. It's a catch twenty two. I yeah. love using that phrase this time, mm -hmm. but it's true. I would say just start cooking with the alarm clock. But I get your gripe because you're going, and then you're like, "Oh fuck, I restarted it." Jtranpodcast@gmail.com. Let's do one more. Dan one more. Soder at Dan Soder. Go follow right now. DanSoder.com. HBO Max. Go watch a special. You'll love it. Dishwasher too big. Hmm. My husband and I just moved into a new apartment. It was perfect, but the kitchen was empty. We had to get the appliances ourselves. This is something very common in Barcelona, where we live. Uh, Barcelona. We yeah, we bought the appliances online, one of them being the dishwasher. In the picture, it looked normal, so we got it. When we finally saw it, it was huge. It was, it's, the only, uh, it's only the two of us in this, uh, this house, and that dishwasher is meant for a family of five. The problem is we don't have enough dishes to fill the dishwasher. Not only that, but because uh, we're always trying to fill it, there's always, uh, there's always the need to use something that's inside the dishwasher but has not been cleaned yes. yet. So I have to decide if I want to start the dishwasher and feel like an asshole for all the water and energy I'm wasting or I have to take that dirty spoon and clean it myself because the dishwasher is not loaded uh, enough to start it. Thank you so much and know that you have a huge fan in Spain. What do you think? Can you return it? I wouldn't want to return it just because of the size. It's a dishwasher. Yeah, fuck. Also, it is crazy to move into an apartment and then the like, ah, uh, Get all the kitchen yeah, stuff you You got to get the refrigerator and the dishwasher. Right. And you're like, like what, what the fuck, dude? I just moved here. Right. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go buy the refrigerator. And then next year, get rid of the refrigerator. Right. To me, that's more wasteful. Yeah, because you have to, when you move out, they're like, 
It's like we were talking about blinds. Yeah. They're like, get rid of it. I'm running this dishwasher every meal. Water costs. I don't so. care. I, I wonder if they if they have to pay for the water thing. Here's the thing about here's the thing about this question to two New York City based comedians. Mm. We're comfortable without dishwashers. Yeah. You live in New York City, you learn most of the time you're washing by hand. Right. I got the rack. I, 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 when I'm cooking, it's cooking, cleaning, washing, cooking, cleaning, washing. It's just all at the same time. When I moved in with Katie, she has a dishwasher, and it took me months to adjust back to what life was like with a dishwasher. Right. Where you're like, oh, yeah, you fill it up. So I do understand what they're right. saying. You're like an abused animal. Like yeah. you're like, oh, I don't cook. She goes use to pet it. me, and I'm like, eh. yeah. She's yeah. like, no, you can't. But now I understand exactly what, she, what they mean with like, you fill it up, mm. you want to run it. Because when you run it, it's a whole process. You right. learn when to run it, how to run it, your dishes time out specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we order from a certain place, like if we order like salads or whatever, you're like, oh, the bowl we use, I usually use for salads in the dishwasher and we didn't run it yet. Right. But if you're, you live in New York, you're like, pop that out. Let's wash it Let's give quick. it a little, little cleaning. A little. Yeah. I, I, if I'm them, I'm cleaning after every meal. I'm just doing it. You don't think you go like... Fridays are going to be dishwasher day. Whatever in the that could be the, that could be the case. I understand their plight. Um, I'm trying to figure out. It also opens you up where you can buy way more dishes now. Well, the, this is kind of like clothing is kind of that way. Like some yeah. people get, you know, I don't want to ever deal with a day laundry day, so sure. I get more clothes for two weeks, and then you're down the river where you got like a month's worth of clothing, and you never have to do laundry, and you're just living under clothing. I mean, I kind of have that problem here. I've yeah, you know, got a lot, a lot of, of stuff, clothing. you know, clothing just sitting around. I, I don't know. It's it's this is a tough issue. I I mean, the other thing they bring up the Barcelona ness of it, like. If I'm in Barcelona, like I feel like that's a hand towel, yeah, dish like, type of place. Yeah, like you do your dishes with a hand towel over your shoulder and a filterless <laughs> cigarette, you know, and you you have a watch that you take yeah, off, take to, off, to, to yeah. You roll up the nice sleeves. Yeah. And then you just, it's just all philosophy and politics. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're you're naturally ripped. Yeah, you don't have fucking American just men tits. Fucking, uh, you got olive oh. skin. Oh, just hair coming out. Just kissed by the sun. Uh. You look good with a chain on, and you're like gorgeous. You eat shrimp with the whole shells. Oh God, you've never had a problem. Dan Soder, thank you for coming to the <laughs> coming to the lounge. Everyone, go follow Dan at Dan Soder on Instagram. Always HBO good. Max, always a pleasure. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails. Jtrampodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.